This is Susan Wilbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Happy spring, bright soul, for those of us who are in the Northern Hemisphere. I hope that you are having a beautiful week. I wanted to start off by sharing that the book I had talked about in a previous podcast, I'm not affiliated with it at all. I just knew no two of the authors that are featured in the book. It's called A Shaman Heart. It's actually available on Amazon now, and they did get pushed to a bestseller. So if you were a part of that, I really appreciate it. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I read the book. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's an easy read. It's very inspiring. And I really love how each individual teacher healer shares what they call the medicine, which essentially them giving you a tool that you can use to implement transformation in your life. So I thought that was really cool. So I wanted to start with that. And I'm just going to go right into the topic for today. And that is, can your intuition be wrong? This is a big topic. I've had this conversation lots of times over the years. And if it doesn't resonate with you, what I'm going to share from my experience, my training, click off, go find something that does. The beautiful thing about the internet is that you can go find people that you resonate with, that align with you, and you guys can hash it out and have all the conversations you want to have, and I'm not going to do it on my page. So if it doesn't resonate, it doesn't offend me at all. Go find something that does, and then live your merry life, because that's what we're all here to do, right? We want to be the biggest, brightest version of ourselves, and we do that by aligning with things that speak and resonate with us and to us. So I know that I've done a podcast before on how how you align with your intuition and recognize your intuition, because it's a big thing. And the world will try to talk you out of your intuition. So it's really a practice to come back to yourself. And it's a muscle that you've got to use to get really good at understanding how your intuition comes in for you. So I've shared before, I have all of the senses. So there's very direct ways that I get intuitive guidance and oftentimes they confirm themselves. So sometimes it's a feeling, sometimes I hear it audibly inside my head. You know, I'm not a nut, but this is the way it comes in. This is the way I hear the information, see the information. I feel the information. So it's a resonance that I get. So one of the things that I've shared over the years is that for me, intuition does not ever scare me. Okay, so fear and love are not the same. It's a completely different vibration. So even when information is coming in, that's not really pleasant to hear. It still is very calm. It comes in like a wise elder for me. It's calm, it's clear, it's direct, and it's consistent. And Again, I can get it in all different ways. So a lot of people will describe it as a gut feeling. The gut feeling isn't going to stir emotion in you. That's the difference. So a lot of people have a hard time, especially if their solar plexus is dirty, they don't do spiritual work. And, you know, a lot of times people are, they use energy healing in a crisis. So I'll get all these emails. I need an emergency session. I don't do emergency sessions. My schedule's booked one to three months out. <laughs> I mean, and then um, I've had people email me, can you make an exception? Because I know it's not your protocol. It's like, uh, it's not protocol. It's the fact that I don't have it. So are you asking me to wake up in the middle of the night and not sleep to do your emergency session because you're not doing your own spiritual work? I don't work like that. I've got really good, clear boundaries around the work that I offer. And I want to align with people who are doing their own work. Those are the type of clients I like to take on. I don't want to take on clients that I have to hand feed and hand hold 
and spoon feed because I'm past that part in my private practice. And I don't have the time or the energy for it. So the reason I said that is that a lot of people get their emotion and their intuition confused because they haven't spent enough time separating their emotion from their higher self. And the way that you do that is through practice. And one of the ways that you can start to develop now a sense of how your intuition comes in is think of all the times when you thought something might be true and you didn't say anything or you didn't act upon it. And then later on, it became true. How did that show up in your body? Did it show up as a inner knowingness, a feeling, you know, cause it's different for everyone. Was it something you heard? Is it, um, something that you saw? Cause some people get intuitive visions. Sometimes people get intuitive. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like indications where they know that that's something for them. So again, I could go on forever about how it shows up for me, but I don't know that that would really help you. The key is to get into how it shows up for you and it's different for all of us. So one of the things I always offer is that intuition does not scare or frighten you. So if you're feeling scared or frightened, you're in your emotions. That's not intuition. Intuition is your higher self. You're a drop in the ocean. So it is that piece of you that resonates from where you came from before you entered this body. So one of the ways to just get really good, again, is to think about all the ways that your intuition came true. And maybe sometimes you did act on it. But it's a confidence and it's a muscle. And the more you use it, the quicker it comes in. And another part is that doing your spiritual practice. Are you meditating every day? Are you cleansing yourself? Energy healing is amazing. Are you exercising your physical body? Are you sitting in silence so that you give your higher self an opportunity to speak to you? You know, all of these are really, really healthy spiritual hygiene practices that we all need to be doing. We wash our bodies. We brush our teeth. You've got to also do the spiritual side which is your meditation, energy healing, your prayer, whatever practice you do consistently. And it can't be just when things get crazy because that's another thing. People will say, oh, everything's going good. Eh, I'm not going to do energy healing anymore, meditate. I'm just going to live my life. And then they get so far out of balance. And those are the ones that start blowing me up on Instagram, Facebook, email. I need an emergency session. No, no. Poor planning on someone else's part doesn't constitute an emergency on mine. Now, I will say that if it truly is an emergency, my intuition will say, Susan, we're going to create a hole in time for you, for you to help this person. And that does happen. But I will tell you in most instances, that's not it. Because I, I have a couple of people that are just habitual. I need an emergency. And no, I'm sorry. That's, I'm not the right practitioner for you. And that's not really the way to live. Not in the times we're in. You've got to have that grounding and that spiritual certainty at this time because it's nuts out here. Everything is turned up. So it's really, really important. So with that foundation of understanding your intuition, there have been lots of times where we humans, our bodies, We have an idea of how things will go. Following your intuition doesn't mean you escape harmless in this life. We come here to learn lessons. We learn lessons and we grow through challenges. Life isn't just one smooth sailing event. 
for one, we'd get bored and two, we wouldn't learn. People don't usually learn unless there's a challenge or a squeeze. That's how we remember things. So if you follow your intuition and something doesn't turn out the way you thought it would turn out, it doesn't mean your intuition was wrong or you weren't following your intuition. It means that was a lesson God would have you learn that there was something there for you to take away or learn. That's what that means. And so sometimes people get really angry and caught up about, well, I followed my intuition and it ended or it turned out horribly. And now I'm angry at God. Well, you can do that if you want, but is it serving you? How does that make you feel? Are you learning anything from that? Because when you are angry and you're um, holding grudges, you're constricted. When you're constricted, your energy centers aren't open to learn, to flow. And you really just hurt yourself. You close yourself down. So I had shared in a previous podcast about how I knew a relationship was over for me, but I just shared one tiny example. I could give a million and other relationships too. By the way, a lot of people miss the point in that podcast. They're like trying to navigate the relationship. Well, this could have happened. It's not about the relationship. The point was missed. The point was I followed my intuition into that relationship because it was divinely orchestrated. It just wasn't divinely orchestrated to be forever. It was for a certain time. And the purpose of that relationship was to bring me to Colorado. That was the whole purpose of the relationship. Spirit, higher self, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, knew that my soul was better aligned to be in Colorado. My daughter's soul was better aligned to be in Colorado. And the universe used a relationship to get me here. The universe used a relationship to keep me here long enough to open up a doorway of blessings that was waiting for me. But in order to access those blessings, I had to leave that relationship. Once I left that relationship, I hit the most beautiful, blissful, um, I don't want to say gold mine. That's probably not the right word, but I connected with a community that I love and adore, like a support system. Um, I was able to move into a beautiful home. I had so much support from my family. My daughter's flourishing. She's so happy. She's loving her school. She's going into this college. She loves her friends are amazing. You know, and then as soon as I left that relationship, all the puffiness went away. My body got healthy. You know, there's all of these things that were divinely orchestrated and the way God used that was the relationship. So when I was going into that relationship, I, I had zero red flags, none. There was none. And that was the only relationship I ever went into in my whole existence that I didn't initially get a no on. Because, you know, old Susan would override that because I didn't have confidence in my intuition. But I had been doing my spiritual work for 10 years before I met that person. And I was so incredibly clear and my clairvoyance was so high. I checked his energy. Everything was clean. I had people that I was working with spiritually check his energy. Everything was clean. So the green light was there. And God had already told me six months before that I was going to be relocating to Colorado. I thought it was crazy. I got the information several times and even got it cleared, 
and confirmed. And I was like, that is so weird. There's no way I'm moving to Colorado. There's no reason for me to. I had just bought this custom home that I had built and I loved my home. I was so in love with my home in San Antonio. <laughs> you know, I did like this custom build and it was just the way I wanted it. And I love, I had the best neighbors and, um, I was just so happy, you know? And so I, of course I'm going to align with something that's going to make me even more happy, not the relationship, but the location. So I had already had those drop-ins, you know, it was like my intuition was letting me know you're going to be relocating to Colorado. To be honest with you, I kind of forgot about it. And then when I was dating, I was not matching with anyone that I was even remotely interested in, except for I matched with two people in Colorado. (laughs) And actually the relationship that I ended up going into, I didn't even pick him. My best friend did on an, we were on a dating app and she was scrolling. I wasn't interested in him. (laughs) She's the one that accepted the like or whatever. And I'm like, that's not, I'm not interested at all. But what's so funny about it is the way that it all ended up in orchestrating is that it ended up being perfect for what I needed. But again, Some people, even after the relationship ended, would say, well, you're so intuitive. I got this question a lot. You're so intuitive. How come you didn't see that coming? And I thought to myself, okay, so intuition doesn't mean I'm not going to have tribulations and trials just like the rest of the world. Why would I come into the body? If that's, if I want to come here and not have any trials and tribulations, why come here? Just stay on the other side and be a soul. Don't come into the body. That doesn't even make sense. You know, we try to logically make things logical that are not they're illogical because they are not of this world and they are of a higher dimension and they cannot be understood some things can't be understood but it doesn't make them wrong so again (laughs) it was orchestrated I'm grateful for it and it didn't until after I got out of the relationship is when it really started to unfold and make sense and I'm actually super amazed at the divine orchestration of that relationship But if I had stayed in the relationship, I would not be able to experience the bliss and the blessings and the freedom and the absolute joy that I have now, because the longer I stayed against my intuition, the worse it got. And that's how my intuition speaks to me. Because again, I'm also in a spiritual practice and I'm doing a spiritual service. So I can't be in situations that dim my light or that attempt to dim my light or that um, rob my energy and my joy. I cannot go against my intuition. It's just, I can't do it, you know, which was another reason why when all this stuff was going on with this nonsense and trying to force people to do things they don't want to do, I will not go against my intuition. I've come too far in my journey. I know what happens when I go against my intuition And at this stage in my life, that is of the utmost importance to me. So we all have a choice. So just because something doesn't turn out the way you thought it should be, doesn't mean that it didn't turn out the way it's supposed to be, because there is a divine plan. And I know I have a couple of people that I work with privately that get really angry about that. And they're very stuck in victimhood and anger and blame and they're Things aren't turning out the way they want them to be. And we we can all sit and do that for as long as we want to, but we're really only hurting ourselves. The moment that you release that resistance and the moment that you elevate your vibration to a flow and a faith, honestly, a lot of things will start to open up in your life. And 
You don't have to do that though. It's a choice. But my work and my path and what I help people do is just that, is get into a path of being a co-creator by listening to the higher self and your intuition and knowing that you're only going to be here for a short time in this body. And when you leave the body, you're going back to that very intuition that was guiding you while you were in this body. So for me, that connection is of the utmost importance and I fully trust it. So I don't get caught up in the judgments about, oh my gosh, Susan got a divorce. So what? I don't care what you think. I don't care. And I'd get a divorce again because my intuition is more important than a piece of paper or a legal contractual thing that man created in this body. We have to get over that. I work with a lot of people that they're so worried about what other people think. Those people are not living your life. I am a really awesome, generous person. I show up. I do service for people out of the kindness of my heart. You know, I'm kind. I do really great work in my job. I'm loving. If somebody wants to make a judgment about me, that's their issue. I do not get myself into the business of worrying about what other people think because most of those people are really miserable. (laughs) And I know because I can look at their energy centers. And so you've got to let that go. The other part is people get really hung up on the moment when they heard their intuition and they feel as though they followed it and it didn't work out. You got to let that go because again, we're connected to a universal source that we are going to go back to when we leave this body. And it has a higher level vision that we don't have. It's almost like if you've ever seen ant farms, you're outside looking at the entire ant farm. And I don't know if you've ever seen those where they're in little glass I don't even, it's not a cage, but you know what I'm talking about. It's a little piece of glass and the ants are in there and they're digging and they're making all of these little roads and you're on the outside looking and you can see what's coming. You can see the direction the ant needs to go and you're letting them work it out. It's the same way. We're going back to that. We don't have a higher view of everything, but when you show up and you open yourself to be a being of service and you want to be a vessel to help and heal humanity. And you have to do that by keeping yourself in a clear and grounded and joyful state. Then you don't worry about what other people think anymore. You bless them with love. You send them on their path to healing. And you focus on your own path. Because I can't change others, but I can change the way I interact with others. And I can change myself. And the way that I do that is by following my intuition. So I really wanted to just harp on that and drive that home because what your family thinks, let them think what they think. You know, I did a whole thing on tribal shaming. Dr. Mario Martinez, he talks about the mind-body code and how we are programmed to think certain things that really aren't true. And when you let go of those programs, you become so liberated. I'm used to being a person that is out in front. I'm used to being a person that lives in accordance with my intuition while the rest of the world follows man. I'm used to doing that. So I'm used to being the black sheep or the outcast or, you know, somebody that others don't understand. I'm comfortable in this realm and I'm grateful for that because the more that I follow this path, the less I care. <laughs> and I want that for you because I, it, it doesn't come across like um, an ugliness. It comes across as a freedom. And when someone can say something ugly to you and you can just smile and bless them on their path of healing, they don't get that 
energy that they want from you because most people that do that are looking for the same energy back at them because the drama excites them. They live based on their solar plexus. So they frustrate their life with chaos so they don't have to get still and follow their own guidance. They're more worried about what everybody else is doing so they don't have to focus on their own mission. And I know that about them and we're such vibrational mismatches that they would never understand where I'm at unless they did the work to get where I am. Most people don't want to do that work. So you have to really liberate yourself from that. And I'm not saying that it's easy or it happens overnight. It's a practice. There aren't quick fixes. So just know that as you trust your intuition, you will hear it stronger and stronger. It's never wrong. It may not be what you wanted, but there is a plan. And this plan, if you're following it, it's going to lead you to exactly where you need to be. And when you're in hard times, which we all experience, listening to your intuition will also pull you out. It's really a beautiful thing. Just thinking that there is a loving coach, a guide, a helper that is with you on this journey so that you can come out stronger and brighter and better. And everything you experience in this life, all of the lessons and the wisdom you have to offer goes with you when you leave the body. And so it's not wasted. It's never wasted. It's just up to you to do it, do your path, do your work, focus on it, and trust yourself because it's so vitally important, especially when things are getting nuts. And again, if you've noticed, there's a, there is a pattern. Things calm down and then they crank up again. And if you have a spiritual practice and you're rooted really strongly in that work, it doesn't phase you like it phases other people. You know, through all of this, I'm really grateful because I have a friend of mine who is very deeply spiritual and he's a minister. And I'll tell you, I would say of everyone that we know collectively, we were the two pillars that never wavered. I didn't waver through any of this. My position never changed. I didn't lose my stance. And I watched so many other people who I thought were more grounded sway and freak out and change their mind. And you know what? That's fine. Cause I know I've done that in my life earlier in my journey. I've totally done that. And it's really amazing to witness that consistency over time and being committed to your spiritual practice will make your roots so strong that you don't get pushed and pulled by the opinions of others or the latest and whatever people are trying to fear monger and all that other stuff. Because honestly, when you're in a state of divine protection and love, those things just don't move you. I'm not saying they won't agitate you because you guys listen to me on here. I, I'm very honest. I totally get agitated and people can work me up and get on my nerves. But at the end of the day, I know how to get back to the center to hear my intuition, to connect with my guides, my higher self, God, whatever you want to call it, the universe. I know how to connect, get my messages. And I will, I'm a very, very faithful servant of God, universe, creator, higher self, all of those adjectives, whatever we use to describe the indescribable, insert that there. So that's what I wanted to offer today. And I really hope that helped. Let's go into a healing.
Okay, and so it is. Thank you so much for joining me. If you haven't left me a review on iTunes, you can do so over on iTunes. Also, if you're not subscribed to my newsletter, you can do so over on my website, blendedinside.com. I only send out information when I have something to share. So it's not something that I regularly post or send things out. I don't do that because I get too many emails. And so I don't want to do that to other people. (laughs) So I only send things out when I have something relevant to share. And I just want to wish you a beautiful week. Thank you so much for being here, for being a beautiful vessel on this planet. I so, so appreciate you. Take care. Bye-bye.